What's going on, everybody? This is Bridging Geekdoms. I'm Robert. Let's talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, Episode 3. Last week, we had two episodes for the series to start us off, and wow, was it a doozy. Those first two episodes were phenomenal on so many levels. But heading into this third chapter, I wasn't really sure on what to expect. Obi-Wan discovering that Anakin was still alive was a major beat that happened in that second chapter, and I kind of figured it was going to haunt him moving forward. I really didn't expect things to go the way that they went in this chapter. So let's talk about the episode. Let's kind of go through it here quickly. Escaping to a mining planet, Ben and Leia are looking to meet a smuggler who can get them back to Alderaan. However, Kenobi is a bit anxious and untrusting, and instead of waiting, decides they need to make their way to a town to find their own way. The stuff with them getting on a transport with stormtroopers was interesting and enthralling. The acting by both Ewan and Vivian Lyra Blair is phenomenal here. The little fight scene was pretty intense. Uh, however, I kind of wish they would have shown Ben a little more disgusted with using a blaster here or do the complete opposite and show him embracing the use of it in a different way. Just kind of like a nice little nod or call back to Revenge of the Sith when uh, he goes so uncivilized after beating General Grievous. Uh, this discussion that Obi-Wan has with Leia and then talking with the stormtroopers he talks about a wife but it wasn't his wife it was Padme that he's really speaking about then you also have that moment in the, this episode where Obi-Wan mentions that he believes he had a brother which I think is really really interesting and something that I hope gets addressed further down the line in some kind of Star Wars medium in some form or fashion whether it's books comics movies tv whatever it is I kind of want to see that explored further that there is a brother of Kenobi's who is out there, uh, just not force sensitive. I think it'd be pretty interesting. When he finally does kill the, the stormtroopers, there is an Imperial officer who arrives, and I think it was pretty predictable that she was going to be the smuggler, the helper. Her name is Tala, and she's going to be the one that gets him off the planet. From this point, them making their way to town and hiding in the hut was very interesting, and, and I liked it. It was a subtle way of expanding the universe a little bit. Ben seeing Quinlan Voss's name on the wall i thought was absolutely great and it was a great nod to the clone wars i think a lot of people caught it and I, i'm i'm proud of everybody because i immediately saw all on social media people like oh quinlan voss quinlan voss i thought it was really cool that people actually caught that uh, there were some that didn't know but it's these little things like this that are going to throw people towards the other mediums like the animation side and I'm all for it. Now, do we think that we're going to see Quinlan Vos show, show up? I'm going to get into that in a minute here because I think next episode is going to be a very, very interesting episode. This, though, is where the show gets crazy. While all this is going on, you have Reva who reaches out to Darth Vader, who is on Mustafar in his castle and has a discussion with Vader about what's going on. And Vader looks at Reva and is like, I can feel, I, I can sense what your motives are here you want to be the grand inquisitor you find me obi-wan and the job is yours but if you fail you won't live to regret it just amazing and i love that james earl jones is back as vader i think hayden christensen does an amazing job in the suit portraying vader there's so much that we see in this episode with darth vader that i think is phenomenal i also like how at the fortress of inquisitorius there's this back and forth between fifth brother and Riva. And you can really see that these inquisitors are not exactly friendly with each other. They all have this similar mission, but they all want to be the number one. They all want to be the best. And well, 
that's not going to happen. I do like how Fifth Brother also then is, you know, when they discover where Obi-Wan is, Reva's like, I got to inform Lord Vader. And Fifth Brother's like, it's already taken care of. Again, it's just that little bit between the Inquisitors I just really like. But when we get back to the planet uh, where Ben and Leia are hiding, Vader shows up and in probably the most menacing way possible, walks through the town, just utilizing the force, pulling people out of their houses, out of their huts, through windows, choking them, snapping the neck of a child. He is absolutely brutal and menacing here and i'm here for it i'm absolutely here for it i love when they show vader like this because back in 1977 and through the 80s less so as it went from each film but he became less menacing and more humanized i like the idea that they're making him a boogeyman again making him this ultimate evil being and I really, really do like that. Ben and Leia are waiting in this hut for the pilot who's going to smuggle them away to be ready. Uh, however, when Vader shows up, Obi-Wan sends Leia with Tala to get to Alderaan. He's like, go, get her out of here. I'm going to lead them away. So Vader pursues Kenobi. Reva, however, stays back and kind of investigates and hunts through the little town here, discovering that there's a passageway in this hut. But there's a really great moment here where she notices a uh, High Republic Jedi symbol on the wall. You can kind of see that it hits a chord with her. And I think this is kind of the moment where she's starting to realize, like, why am I doing this? This is what I used to be. I, I think that's what that moment was supposed to be, but we'll see. We will definitely see. But she then finds a way to capture Leia. But while Vader pursues Kenobi... The altercation between Ben and Vader is so interesting to me. Obi-Wan is reluctant to face him and questions what happened to him. And this is when my favorite moment in this episode occurs. He goes, Vader says, I am what you made me. It's so impactful because that is true. And it's going to shake Kenobi to the core. Ben is running scared. He then realizes he's going to have to stand and fight. So he turns, he turns on his lightsaber and he goes to fight Vader, but he's losing the battle. I mean, Vader is completely overpowering him with just one hand. He then at one point, after just toying with Kenobi, lifts him up with the force and just holds him there in the air, knocks down, I don't know what it was, shards of something and lights it all on fire and puts Kenobi in the fire. I mean, he's doing to him what Kenobi did to him or to Anakin. I, it's it's insane. It is absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. Tala, who was trying to escape with Leia, decides to turn around, sends Leia to go forward, but runs back to help Kenobi. She sends a shot towards Vader, who then gets distracted and allows Obi-Wan to be rescued by a droid. A lot of this I, it's probably my biggest issue with this episode is that whole thing where Vader just lets Kenobi go eventually. I think in a way Vader was really looking forward to this rematch and going face to face with Kenobi and realizing that he's just this old man who's no match for him. I think he kind of let him go like, no, this isn't over. Go heal up, become what you need to be. I want to take you out at your full your full potential. I think that's what's going on there. This episode was fantastic in so many ways. It was intense, it was horrifying, and it really gets you asking what is going to happen next. 
especially with just three episodes to go. Now you have to figure Kenobi's gonna face Vader again, most likely gonna be in the final chapter of this series, but maybe it's before that, but I think it's gonna be the final chapter. But how do we get from here to there? Kenobi is not in the right place. Obviously, he's hurt now. I think the next episode is going to be him healing in a back to tank of some sort. I think it's going to be a lot of flashbacks of him remembering times with him and Anakin during the Clone Wars. And I think that's going to help him start to realize some things. But when he comes out, I think there's a good chance we see someone like Quinlan Voss there who is there to help him. Could we see Yoda? Could we see Cal Kestis? There's a lot of possibilities. I think we're going to see at least one or two Jedi within the next episode or two, as well as a cameo from Qui-Gon Jinn. And that's gonna happen within the next couple episodes, helping Kenobi build back up to who he needs to be to face Vader again. Uh, this show hasn't disappointed yet. It, it just hasn't. Let me know your thoughts down below. I am just so overjoyed. I, I can't tell you how overjoyed I am with this show. I just, I can't, I, I can't explain it. There are many distractions going on within the fandom right now especially regarding Reva, but I think we all need to ignore them. I think we need to just put that past us. Don't give them any attention and move on supporting these actors and these filmmakers as they are truly giving us something special. Make sure you smash that like button, hit subscribe, follow me, all that jazz. And with all that said, may the force be with you.